amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. Margaret Eri Fiend coming out. You stick on, stick that big lead, red light bulb on for a fiend. And his partner, Fader Tapender Stevenson. Honky Tonk Man's going to take the bump for you. She's going to bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Rob Florence, sitting here opposite the one and only Grado himself. All right. Uh, You've been busy this weekend, mate? Yes, I... uh, Yes, I was a busy schedule on the road. Uh, I wrestled at Claybankton Hall on the Saturday afternoon, and then on Sunday night I wrestled at the garage in Glasgow in front of the ICW Loyal faithful. The ICW Loyal? Yes. ICW CFC supporters... Club. Not, not at all, not at all. <laughs> uh, you, you were a hard-working professional wrestler this weekend. I was, mate, and I worked with an injury on Sunday night. Oh, because yeah. I hurt my head. I don't know if I get concussed, but I certainly turn a serious because when I landed on the ground, I was seeing stars, and I got heavy deja vu. During the match, Butlins. That's that's what I remember. See, as soon as I was, well, is that not <laughs> so because double? You were, would you oh, call I don't that? Know. Is yeah, that right. not because you were wrestling kid fight though? Because you, he does the camps, right? Yeah. That, mate, oh my God, I never thought about it, it like that. Camps, Nora. Aye. What do you call that? The uh, double clothesline? Done that, and I kind of landed awkwardly in my head. Seen stars, I mean, deja that's, vu. That's basic, that's like basic, a basic bump, right? Aye, and I can... It just shows you, just shows you you need to be... <laughs> you need to be there, mate. You need to fucking be... You need to know. You need to shake your ass you know. and you need to be mate. on point, mate. Oh, mate, that is absolutely spot on. Ring rust is a thing. Mm-hmm. Mate, because, I mean, remember when we, when, um, we done the match... Uh, uh, Kelvin Brawl mm-hmm. was that see how when we put the ring in the comedy unit now for you you don't know the comedy unit is the production company for the likes of Scott Squad Burnison Burnison oh, yeah. or that carry on and we set up a ring was that your first time taking a bump or did, had you had you previously went to I'd SWA take, and done a, a couple of bumps I've taken bumps before that a few times I've taken bumps back in the day with SWA training camp how taking bumps um uh, another time training with Big Barry showed us some bumping. Aye. So aye. How did did you did you like bumping? Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say I liked it, mate. I wouldn't aye. say I would. Did you find it sir? I wouldn't say like last night I'd go out, I'll go into the kitchen do some bumps. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not really my favourite. <laughs> my favourite. On the kitchen flare. What are you doing? What are you doing? Just doing some bumps. <laughs> bumping in the flare. <laughs> see the thing is, I love bumping. You I love just, bumping. Aye, aye. See that? Well. I see, love see, selling. I love see selling. when you turn that corner and you you get and you do it right. Mm-hmm. See when you because you know the first you time you do a bump right. The first time you you try and bump, mm-hmm. everything's all landing all at the fucking all at different times and you're like clatter. Aye. You go down, but see the first time you do a proper Connects. nice it's snap and it's nice and you, it's a full connection and it's a nice bump. It does feel quite Aye. satisfying, doesn't it? The first person to show me to take a bump was uh, Drew. Drew McIntyre, right. and he explained that it is what you need to do is just bend down, right, and pretend there's a rug under your feet, and, uh, and I'm going to pull the rug, and then when you pull the rug, you're going to take the bump, okay? And that's the way he kind of explained yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. No, that was on gym mats and a no post like, office in East Kilbride. It's not like fondant. It's weird, isn't it? It's no like aye. fondant. Aye, it's no. You but aye. If you get punched, you're not going to. You know what I mean? Aye, aye, aye. You're fucking sorry, mate. Your sounds, but it's I. It's unnatural, mm. you know. But I, when you you do, when when things start clicking, it is a good feeling, you know. Aye, when aye. It, I, you know that is a good bump, a good mm-hmm. bump. So anyway, a good weekend of pro wrestling. And uh, f- shout out to the uh, fans in ICW that was ch- chatting chips season done with me. 
they were chance. Aye, mate, it's getting over. We need to implement this into us, you know what I mean? We've got to do something with it. Aye, we've got to do something with it. We need to pull the trigger now. It's dangling, it is dangling in front of us, man. We're just. We need to. We need to it's going say, to be good as well. Can't can be, be, can be a gobbledygook. No, man. It's, it's going to be serious. It's going to be something good. Aye. Chips, cheese, and done, I um, Well, we've had a lot of correspondence for the last episode, Grado, as is the norm. I had a lot of fun last week. Thanks to everybody good. that can get involved in our review super showdown in a GIF, or a GIF is actually how it's oh. properly pronounced. Is it a GIF? It is a GIF. Right. Uh, Martin Brown. Now, this is in reference to, I'm assuming, um, Goldberg beating the Fiend, right? Uh, Martin Brown had Ross from Friends saying, "Why would you do that?" So I'm, I'm not. Listen, I'm not going to fucking redo people's gifts. I'm not doing that. I'm not reducing myself. To, I am a trained entertainer, comedian. I'm, I can't believe I'm reading it. Dennis had Anakin Skywalker with a lightsaber ready to slaughter the younglings. Um, Steve-O left it. Michael w- w- Stevo left it with Goldberg looking pumped, saying the saviour has returned. Now that's interesting. How do you feel? How are you feeling, Grado, about the whole Goldberg beating the fiend? Right, well, I love Goldberg, right, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know how I'm in. I'm in two minds with it. Does it kill his character? Nah, I don't think it does. No, I don't think it does. I think people are overreacting. Goldberg squashed everybody. Aye, everybody it's a squashing, that, mate. Everybody that exists. Goldberg it's a squashing. Them. Aye, it's a squashing. For me. It's a simple equation. Who do I want to watch at WrestleMania? Roman Reigns versus The Fiend or Roman Reigns versus Goldberg? And there's no, there's no fucking doubt I want to see Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. That's oh, right. absolutely. Why would I want to see Roman Reigns versus The Fiend? Well, exactly. And uh, nae harm to Bray Wyatt. Nae harm to big guy. But big I, fella. I still, I'm still waiting for that brilliant Bray Wyatt match. Aye. Still waiting? Well, I'm still waiting for it, mate. Aye. I, I, I like his entrance. I don't like that belt. I, I think they're getting carried away now with folk when they win titles and then they're in things with the belts. Aye. Just leave the belt alone, man. I think... You know what I mean? Who is that? It's a Halloween prop. I know, that's ridiculous. It's, come on. That's ridiculous. Speaking of Halloween props, and we'll get to this later probably, right. big uh, Eric Rowan's, the thing that was in his cage, do you know what it is? What? Oh, we'll get to it in a minute. Right, cool. doesn't know what it is. Um, did no, you watch all that Super Showdown? I watched... Did I watch all yeah, I did watch all What did you think of Taker and AJ Styles? Just the choke slam and that. Um, was it a choke slam? Or was that's it? fine. It was just a bit of daftness, wasn't it? Aye, aye. What else was on it? Ricochet, mate. There was three squashes, wasn't there? There was. Oh my god, I love the ricochet match. Oh, I thought what? it was. Right. I love the ricochet. No, no, that was what? that was definitely the best one. Why? Would I thought you... it was brilliant. I thought that was excellent. Producer John I've, is. I react. See, yesterday, man, I had um, I, I've watched Hunters of Brock Lesnar stuff recently. I think it's amazing. I. A lot of wrestling fans go not at it about how Lesnar just fucking mows through folk, but I love it. I think it's brilliant. That's it's me. real. That's how it should be. Fucking mate. Listen, here's here's what's beautiful about that Ricochet match. Ricochet. I bet you. I bet you. Did you watch the build up? Did you watch the promo video they played before it? Mm-hmm. Where it's Ricochet going, why know me? Aye. Why could I know? You know Aye. what I mean? Aye. And the beautiful thing was, you say, why know you? Because you're a wee fucking tiny wee baldy guy. <laughs> you're a wee tiny wee guy that brought Lesnar could fucking kill just by looking at. There's no. I can assure you, I bet you they spoke about that match for about 10 seconds. <laughs> didn't he? He's just, he just went there, just feed for me, I'm going to not fuck at you Aye. and hit you in F5. And Ricochet would have been like... Shiting himself all day. <laughs> it would have been shiting himself all day, but he will also have been delighted and happy to do it. Because Aye. that's, you know, you, you, wrestling isn't just about... This is the fucking problem, I think, with people out there. Wrestling, I think, but I think people out there think that all wrestlers want to do is go out and make themselves fucking look good. I like wrestling has to be a total everybody has to come out looking good and all that and it doesn't it doesn't harm Ricochet one bit no. to get a doing after Brock Lesnar no, no fucking one bit <laughs> um, but, but this is the problem the problem is you, this is why you end up with all these people up near the top of the fucking curve that shouldn't be there if Ricochet beats Brock Lesnar right or even puts up a good fight against Brock Lesnar then you can make the argument that, R- that Ricochet should be in the world title picture and he fucking shouldn't mm. he's a fucking mid-curved like a fantastic fucking performer, a brilliant wrestler, but right, some athlete, you, man. you don't want to have these guys. That's that's not what wrestling's about. Aye. Wrestling's meant to be it's the fucking it's the the, the three ring circus in it. It's the, the fucking whole picture across the well, whole. See that Lesnar and Ricochet match for me that's wrestling. Aye. I, I, for me, I, I I got a buzz out that. But what makes it even more exciting? I'm not taking up loads of time here talking about Ricochet, but Mavi Lassie loves Ricochet, right? And we were watching Super Showdown together, right? She's 13 years old, and I says. 
Brock Lesnar's going to kill Ricochet here, right? Mm-hmm. I says to her, and she says, I bet you he does, mate. I says, I bet you he does. I says, I bet you two quid. Right? <laughs> and she went and actually gave me the fuck. She says, there's the two quid, right? And, and watched the match. And I was thinking to myself, they're going to let him get a couple. Aye. He hangs in a wee flip, a wee kind mm-hmm. of surprise and hang me. And I've never been more satisfied watching the rest of See, seeing Hope's face, man, seeing Ricochet getting absolutely fucking destroyed, man. It was fucking magic. But you know, that, had, magic. that had merely an impact on her, I think, for, for a kind of, oh my God, wrestling's unreal Aye. point of view than if she'd seen them both getting a bit in. Aye, a, a back I mean? and forth. Yeah, Whereas that was merely a, it was merely a moment. It, it was like, oh my God, that guy is a monster. And Aye. she hates Lesnar. Aye, I can understand why he went. She hates Brock Lesnar. You Aye. know what I mean? Aye. But what would, you, what would you do then if Lesnar came out and fucking scalped Drew in 30 seconds? Um, would you be unhappy then? I don't think that's going to happen. Nah, it's not going to happen, no. I don't think it's going to happen. I think, I think Drew's going to beat Lesnar. Right, uh, thanks to Fraser, by the way, who's come up with a new gimmick idea off the back of the marks as they were coming up with new gimmicks. That's the other the other show that is under the wrestling daft. Oh, right. He reckons a game show host gimmick hasn't been done before. It could be some sort of Les Dennis-style character who cut promos like... We asked 100 people if they thought I could kick your head in. Our survey says... <laughs> yep. We asked 100 people if they thought Ricochet could fight Brock Lesnar. <laughs> a competitive bout. Uh, friend of the show, Rudo Lightning, has been in touch after we claimed last week that Montez Ford was actually married to Gail Platt in Coronation Street. He says it's actually Gail Rodwell now. What? She's not called Gail? Gail Rodwell, like uh, Dennis Rodwell, Go- the basketball player. Aye, WCW guy. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine he was in Coronation Street, Dennis oh. Rodman, man. That'd be fucking brilliant. Aye. Uh, married Michael Rodwell, played by Les Dennis. Les Dennis again, what's fucking going on? Yeah, hold on, man. Did you see fucking Barry Morrow on the telly this morning? I missed it, but. Was he a nick? Apparently, man. Was he slurring Feel bad, man. Aye. He, he, he was saying, he was basically going, um, you know, my fans, my fans and my mates, my fans and my mates. And they know I'm not a wronging. They know I'm not a wronging. I thought, oh no, man, you shouldn't have been put on Parky. That's his real name, Michael Park, Michael Parker. Uh-huh. Obviously, because um, I've I've got you know I'm I'm I used to be close to Michael Barrymore on Twitter. <laughs> uh, <but you, laughs> what? I was. You used to be close to Michael Barrymore <laughs> on Twitter. What the fuck does that mean? You get right to a pool party. Oh, I don't want to fuck you. Fuck, fuck, John. That keep is that, just keep that for the fucking uh, Marks podcast. Aye, man. Get that disrespectful. Come on, that was you've disgusted me there. Um, uh, how how he's closely chatting and all that, well, DMing each other. DMing each other. Um, it's funny because Shah was talking about it earlier on. Um, I, he followed. I followed him on Twitter. He followed me back. I sent him a message. Gone. Look, I used to love you back in the day, man. I watched. Uh, I watched all your stuff on you. <laughs> You your stuff on YouTube. All your old videos on YouTube. Like makeup like tutorials, not on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Unboxing videos. We go back what? And I uh, man, fucking, he gave me a lot of advice and all that, and we were sharing uh, sausage casserole recipes. <laughs> Code is that some kind of code? <laughs> I swear to God, but what he did see, what he did, <laughs> but what he did see was see halfway through the sausage casserole chat, he went, "Can you just confirm your age?" What? That's what he says, mate. Aye, aye. Oh my God, but that's creepy, right? Aye, I thought it was kind of weird that he asked me that. Can you just confirm your age? <laughs> I know, mate. I know, but um, so like obviously we were kind of close back and forth DMing each other. But he stopped replying to them now, man. So I, I, I kind of gutted because I, I, when his documentary came out, I kind of sent him a wee message and that. But another, he dinged me. Oofed. He's I'd... had a hard life. Thanks to Neil, who fallen on for Lewis Capaldi, has included us in a tweet encouraging Drew to take a bottle of tonic to the ring at WrestleMania. <laughs> bottle of, um, anyway, he's going to do that. He's giving me a nah, class nah. about him. Who's Drew wrestling at WrestleMania again? Brock Lesnar, that's right. right. Uh, my code name is Dez. Would like to put over Grado for his brilliant impression of Walter from Burniston when discussing Drake's wrestling belts. Right, let's hear the clip. What I don't think it? it was that good. It's not even the ultra deluxe ones anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> and Barry asks Grado, with your underlying health issues due to your fartal, now that coronavirus has arrived in Scotland, are you worried about the coronavirus? Now we're in a, a, an area I want to talk about. Here we go. Hashtag pray for Grado. Mm-hmm. I've used that a few times when I've been in bother. But, uh, so, uh, well, seeing the wrestling game, you're mm-hmm. in close proximity all the time. I know. You don't wash your horns. 
I and I touch my beak all the time. I'm always touching my beak and my balls and all that. I, if, if coronavirus comes to Stevenson or whatever, I'm fucked. The, you are too strong <laughs> to be killed by coronavirus anyway. No, how good a gimmick would it be for a fucking wrestler just for this next three, four months or whatever yeah. to say, I've got coronavirus, but I'm still coming to work. I can't afford not to work. Aye. So they're coming, they've got their mask on and all that, and they're hangman guys are feared to fucking lock up with them and all that. Ah. That's good, that's good. That is fucking that's good, good, isn't it? Aye, coronavirus. Fucking, I know fucking Mark Dallas listens to this show and is just picking <laughs> up all his, all his fucking ideas I'm hitting out with here. So anyway, if any of you <laughs> want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Instagram at Wrestling Daft Podcast and just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com Every week we like to separate the Lucha Brothers from the Lucha House Parties <laughs> hey, It's a easy joke That's brilliant as we, talk, <laughs> as, we, as we talk about the good and the bad of pro wrestling on Burry and Put Over uh, who you want to bury your put all this time, Grudo, this week? Oh, eh. Uh, who do I want to bury? Oh, Christ. You don't need to bury anybody, by the way. Nah, everybody, I'm brand new with everybody this week. Who do you want to put over then? Eh. Uh, Lesnar. Brought Lesnar. <laughs> no, that's shit, innit? No, it's no. Uh, you fucking do what you want. Aye, right, Lesnar, man. He just. Uh, I've, I watched these matches with CM Punk for SummerSlam 2013 last night when I was sitting with my wee chicken dinner, and it was. Oh, I loved it. I want to. Uh, I want to put over uh, Chris Jericho's entrance <gasps> with the singers. Aye, but it, that aye. Was brilliant. Um, that was magic. I How mean, was that pay per view? It was good. Aye, it was good. Aye. Don't tell me the results of the main event, but okay. was it good? It was good. Right. I mean, you're going to probably find out the results in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to say, you need to leave the room. You need to leave the room. Um, but I, I, I want to put over that, and I want to, and I also want to put over. Does it count as this week? I want to put over a Lesnar Hammer and Ricochet, and uh, do I want to bury anything? I don't. I want to bury. Here's what I want to bury. It looked to me a wee bit. And I might be wrong, maybe it was just because he was fucking knackered, which is also possible as well, but it looked a wee bit to me like Bray Wyatt's sandbag brought Lesnar into that fucking... Uh, sandbag Goldberg into that jackhammer. I noticed that. It looked like he I fucking sandbagged well. him. Do you not think so? I thought that as well. Um, and I don't want to be one of these guys nah. see on Twitter. It's like, he fucking sandbagged him there. But I, I looked at it a few times, I thought, right. he's fucking put... He's no, put nothing into this. Yeah, no, no... How'd I go about this? Because I'm in group chats with this guy. But I uh, he'd he might have just been blown out his ass and fucking nah, like, like, I, I know for a fact that Bray Wyatt didn't like Goldberg beating Lesnar a couple of years ago. Right. See when he ran through him, I know right. that for a fact. I can't tell you, I can't reveal my source. Exclusive, it's an exclusive. Aye. it's yeah. a wrestling draft exclusive. Way. This way, it was not a happy bunny. It looked to me like a sandbag, right. and I don't know. I'm not a pro wrestler. I would need, you know, mere experienced eyes to look at that and let me know what you think. So, if there's any of the boys out there, <laughs> uh, let us know what you think. Does it look like uh, Wyatt was sandbagging him a wee Aye. bit there? Because go with one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One, two, three. Sean, <laughs> Sean wants to bury the, the booking of the fiend. No consistency, oh. kicks out for everything Jeez. at Hell in a Cell, but loses to a few spears and a sandbag. And a sandbag, Jack! Well, Hammer the fucking boys! Well, do you see, see how you're talking about the sandbag? I actually wondered as well, the kick out, the kick out at Wan as well, mm. before, because did he no kick out uh, the spear and the aye, aye. Uh, aye, but he kicked Wan and I just, the way Goldberg reacted, I went, was he meant to do that? Mm. Interesting, interesting. This is, this is serious stuff here, mate. Now, this person, Sean, is saying about, you know, the booking of the Fiend, no consistency. Consi you know, consistency doesn't come in yet. The simple fact of the matter is Goldberg is a fucking star attraction, right? Yeah. And the wrestling game is all about star attractions. And until you somebody can prove to me that there isn't a wide interest in fucking Goldberg, then nobody can complain about Goldberg getting put all the fiend, I'm sorry. I mean, I just can't believe that he's even back wrestling, man. When I was talking to him in Las Vegas, October the 3rd, 2013, uh, outside the Encore Hotel, I couldn't believe, I, I didn't think he'd ever come back to wrestling, man. Was he telling you about his career? Or I he's just say, his... He said that Vince McMahon was a dickhead. Did he? Aye, and I says, a wrestling you know, exclusive. You know how you're put under pressure to ask questions? I went, do you think you'll ever go on the Steve Austin podcast? <laughs> That's what I asked him. <laughs> he went, no. <laughs> and that was it. And then I went, I'm a wrestler too. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm an extra day. <laughs> Standing there, man, my fucking swim shorts, man, my, my tit suit and all that. <laughs> so, I'm an extra day. Aye, what was it? I went and said, stay safe, brother. That's what he shoot my hand out, stay safe, brother. That's nice, isn't it? Aye, it was good, man. He seems Aye. like a big nice guy, doesn't he? Aye, he was brand new. He was playing, he was playing cards with his old gran. Nah, he seemed like a nice guy. He was, he was. Sean wants to put over AEW Revolution, enjoyed every match on the card, tag champ match with some excellent wrestling. Westy wants to bury Rowan on Raw for that spider thing. It looked like a lobster dressed in spider clays. I saw Rowan inside his cage had a big spider. Oh. That went like that. Uh, why? What's his that? His legs moved. Um, what does he do? Does he, what does he do? Launch it off, cunts or whatever? No, he just looks at it. <laughs> just looks at it. Westy wants to bury Cody's big shitery a neck tattoo. Right, I need to see this, mate. Come here. I want to see it. He's a very handsome guy. Oh my god! Look at that! It looks great. Holy shit! So it's a bold move. That I don't know about that, mate. That's a fucking rascal and a half, is it no? It's a bold move getting that tattoo. What is that? A skull and American flag? What is that? It's the American Nightmare kind of brand logo kind of thing. Um, oh my god but I you know, know tattoos are, I I'll get used to it tattoos are very personal things I think and I don't think people really should be criticising them that's my woke take on that that I is very woke be, mate I don't think people should be criticising them however Brian wants to put over AEW Revolution you know you enjoyed the show when your only complaint was a tattoo being out of place by a few inches huh. and he wants to bury the tattoo self love is important in that but if you're going to tattoo your own logo based on your face don't have it be necking yourself to boot mate the only issue I've got with that pay-per-views in Revolution they didn't really fucking it's not very original you know what I mean you think for this new company woke very woke AEW aren't they they are very woke very woke uh, you know, you think you'd have a better pay-per-view name, wouldn't you? I know, AEW Revolution's crap, a crap name. Ta- Stephen McNeil wants to bury John Cena talking shit about how younger guys deserve the mania chance and seeming like an all-round good guy and, oh, there's the fiend. Okay, I'll just be a heel and steal someone else's spot. Fucking shop, Stephen McNeil, man. Man, what the fuck's up before? <laughs> what the fuck Take is the going on? off, man. John Cena, is his promo was really good and he's right about fucking... You'll notice that John Cena hasn't actually been popping up and taking anybody's spot. And anyway, nobody has, nobody's good enough to have the fucking spot that John Cena will have exactly. on fucking WrestleMania. Who you want in that fucking spot? Correct. Who do you want in the spot? Free fucking Stephen McNeil. Ricochet. Fucking Ricochet. You want fucking Ricochet in there? Do you want for who else is there? Who else do they all fucking like at the minute? Uh, you want fucking Alistair Black in there? <laughs> sitting Whoa. there. Sitting there like a fucking cunt sitting outside the fucking Museum of Modern Art while he's fucking goth pals. The Fuck fucking on. goth pals fucking dead. It's ancient. Alistair Black, you're a fucking boar. You want to be in fucking WrestleMania and see the John Cena? Alistair fucking Black. Holy fuck. Look at my phone call. I love that. Fraser Smith wants to put over <laughs> Randy Orton for confirming why he attacked Edge. <laughs> Being deluded about your concern is a great heel trait. And he wants to bury the fans, pop him whenever he does the RKO. It's going to end his heel run sooner than it should. There's nothing uh, you... what's, ra- what's wrong with folk this week? What's wrong with folk? The fans popping when he does his RKO. It's going to end his heel run. <laughs> what's his heel run? Fuck? He's not going to. Aye. Turn him face or pop him for his no. move. No, it's ridiculous. Goshi wants to put his cell for being a Patreon gimp and bury his cell also for being a Patreon gimp. Hey, Goshi, you're one of the cool guys. Like this guy. Do you remember in Only Fools and Horses when Rodney went on holiday with Del Boy and that, and but he had a kid's ticket, so he had to hang about with the Groovy Gang? Or it was like <laughs> a kid's, that's what you are, mate, you're in the Groovy Gang now. Scott M wants to bury the toy spider that Rowan had. Weeks of build for that. Nobody cared. Nobody, look. Why are people getting wound up about these wee things? It's a it's a wee story on a wee spot in the curd, so it turned out to Aye. be a wee spider. Who gives You're gonna f- in three weeks' time, we'll forget it yep. ever even occurred. Put over Randy Orton at his best when he's a heel, and the program with Edge is the best thing in wrestling. And Randy Orton is really having a a, a nice spell. Now. I love Randy but Orton. But Randy Orton's man. always been good. He's the always man. Good. He's the man. Always good. Big handsome son of a gun. Looks great. Looks great. Jonathan Cheatham wants to bury that monstrosity a neck tattoo on Cody. If he was pure covered in tattoos, it might have worked. But when you have your bare fucking torso on display every show, it sticks out like an attention-seeking midlife crisis move. That's brutal, isn't it? Mate, I just wonder, do you think, I just like when he's got it done and all that and he's pure showing it after the boys backstage. 
No, you done, mate. But it's very, it's very personal. You, you, you've got a, you've got an issue with us, haven't you? You're quite. I've got a wee bit of an issue. We, um, I've got a wee bit of an issue with that tattoo. The, the kind of re- reaction to the tattoo. I don't think it's because that's not fair. Like, no. so, so if he's so basically, you feel sorry for him if he's looking on Twitter and every country's written him for his tattoo. Aye, this guy has decided that this is part of his look now. That not just that it's part of his look, because it isn't something he can remove easily. But this, this guy, <laughs> this guy has decided it's part of his. You know that this is this is who Cody Rhodes is. So I don't think it's very. I don't think it's very cool. People, you know, moaning about it, slagging him and all that. You could be like, mm, I wouldn't have done that, but you know, you know, he's fucking more. Everybody's acting like the, the, the Cody Rhodes is fucking mammy. You know what I mean? It's just, in, you know what I mean, in any other in any, in any other business, you know, if that was a pop star getting it, you know, folk would just, oh, he's got a tattoo. But I think in wrestling, folk have got to go all the top, haven't they? Aye. Was it like me? I went all the top when I was talking about Alistair Blackguard. Oh, that was good, but... But I was just working, I mate. was a pro, I'm man. Always, I'm always working, mate. Always working. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, all right. Wrestling daft merch, mate. We'll be telling them about the merch. Aye, bad. You can go wrestling daft your very own t-shirt. Get them at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk wrestling daft. And all the designs include catchphrases from the show. The hit catchphrases such as, I'm a mark. <laughs> I'm going to take the bump Oh, you got ready? You got ready saying that? <laughs> of course I have. <laughs> Chips, cheese and donor meat. And of course, Margaret, Ers the Fiend. And right now, you can get free shipping right up until Sunday on all our merch. So be like... Stephen Blair who goes straight into the Hall of Fame as he sent a picture of him in his chips, cheese and donor meat t-shirt while in the gym and check out our range of t-shirts and hoodies at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk slash wrestling daft now or check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at wrestling daft and these are so exclusive that me and Gredo haven't even had any free t-shirts either they're so exclusive that we've not even had any what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You just made the list! Right, so this week, uh, on our Patreon, we ask for you guys to vote on a list of wrestling daft. Remember, you can vote by signing up for $4 a month. $4 a month, what? £4, is it £4 or £4? It's $4. Okay, sorry, sorry. $4 a month at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Now, this week, we ask you to vote between booking decisions that most upset you after the back of this Goldberg winning the title. And my choice was the best debuts in wrestling. Yep. So the votes are in. Let's do a drum roll. I'll do a drum roll for you. With 76% of the vote, you went for the best wrestling debuts. Yes, man. Woo-hoo. That's a good one. That's a good one. Debuts well are always good, man, aren't they? Well picked. I like a good debut. So I, man, debuts, I, I, it's, a thing that, it's a thing that I find myself typing into YouTube now and again. You know, somebody's Aye. debut. I like watching debuts. It's cool, isn't it? Yep. Um, so basically, for my number three, uh, wrestling debut why I liked this um, was because I've got a very vivid memory of it because I just remember being a wee boy 12, 13 and <laughs> what are you laughing at? Are you laughing at? <laughs> you're putting me off sorry it's just a nice story mate I'm just right, right so right, hold so on, take right. back what year right, is so hold on man it's 2001 right okay. no I had been watching Booker T. Oh, fuck, I fucked it. Just saying Booker T. <laughs> right, but who does this involve? Right. Oh, but I remember watching WCW and going, that's my guy, Booker T. Booker T was my guy, my WCW guy. I loved him because mm-hmm. he'd done the rock bottom and all that. <laughs> right. 
Right? And uh, I liked his catchphrase, don't hate the player, hate the game. I still don't get that catchphrase. Anyway. And I liked his music. And so I remember... Sing his music. Does that, doesn't it? And this one, I remember King of the Ring now, this was during Steve Austin versus, who was he wrestling, Benoit? I think it was Benoit, aye. And just out the blue, here he comes, the big man, Booker T. Gallus, is that Louis Vuitton, that shot? Who knows? Out the crowd. Out the crowd, mate. Jumps the barrier. There's Booker T, the WCW champion. It's five bells in the morning. I've got school in a couple of hours' time, mm-hmm. right? My mom's coming down to chase me to my bed because I'm watching wrestling. I should be in my bed. And I just remember going, Mum, that's Booker T. He's for WCW. He's for WCW. And uh, Austin goes to throw for, a, for something. He catches him and fucking side suplexes him into the commentator's table. And that was your Booker T debut. That was an awful long way for a shortcut, wasn't it? <laughs> no, but I mean, <clears throat> it was an interesting time. And of course, that led up to the, the fantastic uh, supermarket, Stone Cold. Oh, how Price checking a jackass. That. Uh, that was good. Oh. Aye, so that was, I loved that just because it was a WCW champion coming on WWF. So that's my number three. Right, number two. Number two. As Chris Jericho's debut on Raw. Countdown. Aye. Mm. The promo we done with The Rock. It was just. It was something else. Even though The Rock kind of undercut it a wee bit. But do you think he tried to. No, I mean. He, it? he didn't. I mean, I, mean, I mean, it was all. I think it was all brilliant. But some people moan like, oh, he made his debut and then The Rock right away was kind of like poking fun at him. You know what I mean? But I don't. But it doesn't I mean, bother me. But Peter, I've heard people say it. Aye. Well, that's. that's that. It was an exciting debut, wasn't it? Oh, mate. Just because, obviously, the the best bit about that is, right, is when it all goes quiet, right? Uh-huh. And then it goes, chicka, 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 and then it just goes, Jericho. Yeah. On the Tron. And that pop, wah! It's something else. What I love about it is, what I love about it as well, is see if you read Jericho's book, I'm sure that's when he stops his book, and his first book. That so, he, aye, so he like, writes all the way up to 1098 and then it, and that's how his book ends his first book yeah, so yeah. you're like ah, man that's class can't wait to the second book yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean the, the beautiful thing I think about uh, Jericho see this is what you I like because you can do all this what the beautiful thing about this is the beautiful thing I can't I can't even fuck all beautiful no, about can, this can, mate. the beautiful thing about Jericho's debut is that I think quite a lot of time nowadays when they do a kind of countdown type debut for a person where you're anticipating it what they would do nowadays I think and if you do it wrong, this is what you do. It goes five, four, three, two, one. Then a video starts, and then you're still waiting to see who it is. You're still, who is it going to be? Hang me. Who's coming out? Who's coming out? Oh, hang me. Whereas that did just what you said there, that beautiful thing of going five, four, three, two, one. Giant Jericho. word, Jericho. Aye. You know what I mean? Oh, so you get that fucking release mm-hmm. on a fucking wanner. You know what I mean? I know. And it was just. Because I think everybody did. Everybody did. Everybody knew it was going to be Jericho. Everybody kind of thought it was going but to be Jericho. I, it was never. Ever but you weren't, the, you weren't the sure. No, no. What's your number one? Ties at the Garden. Royal Rumble 2000. So what I want you to do is remember your three eyes. Come on out here and give it your all. Three eyes, Jr. Now the reason why I like this because I was getting right into my look at this picture here. Because I think uh, I go, you can, you can look only, at that man. Only patrons will be able to see this picture. We're yeah, looking at right that. now, but look at this. Look picture, at that leotard, man. man. Um, the thing is, I got an ECW video for my Christmas. Would have been Christmas 1999. 
So I was heavy into my, my tires and all that in ECW, and I don't even think I had internet then either. I've maybe read Owen Power Slam that there was rumours that Taz was going to the WWF, and uh, I just, I, the, the, just the lights go out, the, just that New York crowd, something else, you know. What a physique he's got on there, by the way. Who, Taz? Taz. Taz. Just solid. Solid kill you, kind of physique. I mean, Taz should have had a better run. He should have had a better run. Before he he put the cans on, you know what I mean? The problem is, he's shot. Aye. You know, which at that time it never... No, he'd be brand new. Yeah, he'd be fine He'd be brand new, he'd be the champ. Aye, people would want him beating Lesnar now. (laughs) Okay. Um, But he he comes... He's he's fighting Angle, obviously, in his first match, right? Mm -hmm. And, And I want to just put a shout in in terms of best debuts for Kurt Angle for his debut because his was a debut that could have easily went wrong because he came out came in the crowd just weren't having it they were fucking booing him he rolls out he rolls I think it it might have been he rolls out grabs the mic grabs the mic takes the mic starts fucking promoing on the crowd how confident it was just like a guy like I am going to make it Mm mhm you know what I mean? Just that attitude. I'm going to make it. I'm just, whatever, whatever I need to do, I'm going to make it. That's a beautiful debut. In the back, they must have been like, oh, we were fucking right about this guy. Aye. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The minute that happened. I kind of feel as well that um, the, the equivalent is Ronda Rousey coming in and how good she was right away. Made that match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That was superb. Mm-hmm. I watched that in Roman Reigns' used to tell them. What? Right. Sean Devari. Uh, ended up getting, I was hanging about with Davari and he ended up getting, for some reason, he got Roman Reigns' hotel room, but he wasn't using it. Right, Roman right, wasn't right. using it. Oh, so they'd set him up with a room? And then Aye, wasn't and there was some fucking hunters of beers and all that, and salads and oh, chocolate and all that shit. So, I watched it. And <laughs> Beer I, and salad <laughs> and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought Roman Reigns was into. <laughs> Beer and salad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking hell, man. Um, so here's what the punters had to say, Gradle. Kevin Brown uh, says Colt Cabana at Revolution. Might not seem as big a deal as AJ Styles or Scott Hall making debuts in the past, oh. but it's good to see him getting a chance at the big time again. AJ Styles is a good debut, isn't it? Aye. Dylan says it's got to be Kane. Kane's a good debut. That was a good one, wasn't it? The Fiend was incredible too. The song, the lantern, the what the fucking hell is going on, Mark out in the crowd. It was incredible. It was all right. Alan Campbell, it's going to be Jericho. Whole countdown clock of the weeks leading up to his arrival was amazing. Um, our patron one, our lovely patrons here, Connor Jordan. Kane's debut in 1997. There's Kane again when he ripped the cage door off and went toe-to-toe with the taker. I mean, that's how you want to come in, isn't it? Aye. Right at the tap. Right at the tap. Sean Conlon says Kevin Owens' debut on Raw. Oh, that was cool, wasn't it? That was a good one. Was that we seen him, isn't it? Comes out with the NXT title and stones on the US belt. Ultimate heel debut. Uh I love, it. I love a heel debut. Mick McFarlane, the big show's WWF debut. Oh, was that at St. Valentine's Day Massacre? Masquerai. That's when he launched Austin into the cage, isn't it? Aye, aye, and, aye. and Austin won. That's Dave. Paul White. That's Paul White. He's a hot free agent. Yeah, a hot free They always say that, then they with debuts. Yeah. My God, that's the hottest free agent. And yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. the hottest free agent, isn't it? It's the same part of the time. Uh, Graham Curry, cliched as fuck, but I just kind of see past Jericho's first night in Raw. Jericho's winning this. Uh, our patron Bobby Carmichael love you Bobby I love that name Lord Tensai's debut on Raw against <laughs> Alex Riley <laughs> the crowd were quick to realise it was just Prince Albert <laughs> with a shaved back face paint <laughs> and pierced nipples it's just Prince Albert with a shaved back Chris McFly that's fucking brilliant Chris McFly says Kurt Angle making his TNA debut was a good one oh, that gonna, was good I can't that was good that was um, so was it do no, you know anything about the, TNA can you remember this <laughs> <laughs> um, sure he fucking he, he, he broke on internet or something like that on the, on the Wednesday that he was going to TNA and I think did he show up at the pay-per-view or was it just Impact and him and Samoa Joe Butty Teeds oh aye. I remember that aye actually. aye aye, aye. And it, Christian Cage had a good TNA debut or not because he kind of jumped ship didn't he aye aye he did TNA aye they're alright um, Sparko says Taz at Royal Rumble 2000 chokes out Kurt Angle gaining his first loss Lost. we just talked about it there uh, we went mental for it at school the next day it could have been class but WWF shat it and just pied him after the hardcore belt <laughs> by the time it was Wrestlemania 2000 he was already dead and buried Taz is now finished Taz is now living in a trailer park See, so just and gone Taz is doing alright and what's he up to now Taz? he's an EW commentator 
There Why have I not realised that? Aye, no, you haven't. Ah, right, right, right. <clears throat> I always used to think it was funny, where like you know how somebody would debut in TNA with their like, like pure, no, their WWF name, but Why? some way around it, you know what aye, I mean? Aye, like Rikishi was Kishi, <laughs> or so you know what I mean? Or yeah, Faku, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Aye. Like, what was Tess? What was Tess? What was he called? Like, exam or something? <laughs> um, Aldo Tash wants to say Ronda's debut at Royal Rumble 2018 was class yes indeed it was Stephen Ray Scott Hall's debut in WCW in 1996 of course Calzo Undertaker with Brother Love and Piper on commentary shouting look at the size of that ham hock <laughs> <laughs> never forget it Sandy says Sting at Survivor Series 2014 was completely out of nowhere oh, massive pop for him yeah. Aye, and was brilliant to finally see him in WWE it's just you feel like Sting just didn't have the match that you wanted them to have really after he came in didn't you know I know mate he should have wrestled Taker should man. have just wrestled Taker um, Mark McBride says Santino Marella oh I in Milan thought it was real I bought that I see he's coming with that mm. I bought that um, and John Montgomery surely somebody has to mention the long anticipated arrival of the gobbledygooker out the egg at Survivor Series <laughs> feeling that has to be Taker remember watching that in my first pay per view had already seen him in WCW and tried to tell my mum and dad that it was Mean Mark well, your man and dad must have been like fucking sharp. <laughs> um, how about your debuts, mate? I well, my ICW what debut, was, I loved that jumping the barrier. That was class. What was your uh, TNA debut? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. Well, I, I was on a six man, but it wasn't on T. It wasn't on Impact. My first time on Impact. Well, I'd say my debut on Impact. It was for fucking. Um, it was an, it was an X Division tournament match. Uh, it was me, Loki, and. Uh, Kenny King is, is Loki, and is I Loki, seriously thought I was going to win the belt the night before I went I think they might do this for a laugh is Loki bad news? well so I, <laughs> I went to I, backstage right during the day I'm shit myself I'm wrestling Loki right mm -hmm. and he wouldn't look the road I was on mm. right I would and if he did catch eyes with me he was growling at me right I'm right. shitting myself right and um, so I tried to put him over man at the catering, but I went, hey, big fan, man, uh, I see you, love your match with uh, Xavier at the Elks Lodge in 2001, right. and he, again, he just grilled at me, and then, again, I went up to him to try and come up with, because it was it was a live episode of Impact that night, mm -hmm. right, and at one point, he fucking basically told me, I can beat you in the ring, I'll beat you outside the ring. Something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, this guy's fucking going to kill me the night, man. So, mate, I turned my phone and we're doing pre-tapes through this. I was in my leotard, mate. I went to the bog, man. I was looking at flights, him. I wanted to get him. I was really? like, he's going to fucking kill me, man. I know to go. Impact. Still no come up with what we're going to do. Yep. Still no done it. It turned Hurricane Helms to fucking go, ah, he was agent. He was like, look, this guy's actually all right. You know, you're looking at him, he's out of shape and all that but he's, he's got a gimmick and you know he can yeah, just yeah. do his wee bit so fucking low key talked him run and I swear to god 15 minutes before going impact I think we were the second match we come up with our because it was an elimination and I was to get eliminated within like the first two minutes I says look I'll come in uh, Dusty's you can cut me off and give me your cub, your stomp or something like that and I come up I come away with some kind of funny spot and he agreed that, that that's good we'll do that and uh We'd done the match and they came back and they shoot my horn and I was alright. But fuck, I was so scared that day, mate. So scared that day. So, so scared. It was horrible, man. It was but, horrible. Was it partly because you knew he had about your reputation as well? Aye, like... aye, aye, aye. Just, it was horrible and fucking, although, <laughs> folk, were, folk were going like that. I'll give you 50 bucks if you fucking bust his nose. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were doing there, was no, there wasn't just one wrestler that said that there was a few of them that went fucking bust his nose and we'll give it we'll fucking chip in so he wasn't a popular guy in the back either oh he takes it very serious mm -hmm. he takes it very 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 serious it's a good story isn't it I take it serious as well mate <laughs> you better have a better fucking ending to this story well <laughs> no that is interesting no, that's, Aye, that's man, I, was, I was looking at booking flights hey man one day I'll eventually tell the story, but I ended up in wrestler's court the next day. I don't feel comfortable telling the full story on a, on a, on a podcast, but basically I was I was supposed to, because Hurricane Helms basically saved me from getting my, my, my arse kicked, mm -hmm. 
um, Hurricane Helm says, right, buy everybody a drink at the bar. Something happened. I never managed to buy <laughs> the wrestlers a drink, right? So the next day I was at wrestlers court. Kurt Angle was a judge. Tommy Dreamer's a bailiff. Uh, Al Snow's the defence. Um, what'd you call Big Tyrus? What'd you, what was his name? Brodus Clay. He was something. Uh, and f that was intimidating because they go the full... Look, they go everybody that wasn't a wrestler to clear it, clear it, an impact zone, and it was just the wrestlers, just the wrestlers, and uh, they t they take it well serious, right? But it was deep, like and deep down inside, I was fucking marking it like fuck, you know what I mean? Cut uh, angles sitting, you know, fucking kidneys the judge and all that, right? Uh, but they told me, you know, um, make sure you've got bevy. Right uh -huh. for for everybody to the end because at the end we'll, we'll have a laugh about it. But fucking forgetting that Kurt and Kurt was a recovering alcoholic man. I bought my bottle of Jack Daniels. Fuck's but anyway, <laughs> so one hundred and twenty dollars. I bought five bottles of Jack D for right. folk. So it was like one for Tommy Dreamer, one for Brody's Clay. Everybody was up at. But Spud was my uh, he was my attorney, right? And right. he fucking fell flat in his ass, man. Al Snow had this big prosecution, it was brilliant, he was dead funny, and Spud gets up and goes, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, my client is fat. <laughs> Fucking crickets, man, oh, crickets, everybody's like, so I got found guilty, and my punishment was, I had to do my entrance to Madonna and my breeks in the back zone. So fucking climbed the barrier, goes back up. Life is a me. I come out with my fucking breeks. All the boys are fucking packed ringside, fucking get on the punters, putting their horns out. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking go like that. Go, hey! <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking Bubba Ray's putting his horn out. I'm fucking cutting his horn and all that. Yeah, yeah. But that that made me, that fucking got me in with the boys. You know Beautiful, what I mean? Mate. That got me in with the boys. After that, that was me kind of accepted. That's a brilliant story. Why did you not tell a story in episode one of the fucking podcast? Don't know. That's brilliant. That story. You know, I've got. Aye. He's got some amount of stories. <laughs> that you know what that that, that that was, bro. That night, fucking. I, I was just... expecting the, the wrestler's court story to be like, so it was like, hang me. So basically, I'd murdered this prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> right. Um, let's no time for your chance to win a crate of beer fifty two in our match of the week. Last week we asked what match did the Radicals interrupt when they debuted in the WWE and congratulations to Stuart Barn who said it was the New Age Outlaws versus Al Snow and Steve Blackman. Road Dog was a prick and cracked Benoit which sent Wee Dean Malenko aft with his ill-fitting suit trousers and turtleneck on. Perry Sarton had a belterry hat on as well. Oh, I remember his wee hat. Um, we've got a picture here on the screen for the patrons. Look at look at that velvet shirt. Unbelievable. Look at Eddie Guerrero, man. He's what so young there, isn't he? legend, isn't he? No. Right now we have mere chances for you to win beer. We pick a classic wrestling match to watch and all you have to do is answer a question on it. Everybody who gets the right answer will go into the draw to win the beer. You can enter by checking out the match and answering the question on the Wrestling Daft Facebook page or replying to the tweet on Twitter at Wrestling Daft. Winners must be over 18 and they must stay in the UK. Right, so what match are we going for? You talking about? What match will we go for? So can we see that match of uh, that low-key match? Is there a way to see it? Aye, aye, aye. It'll be on impact. Yeah, it'll be on YouTube. Right, on I'm YouTube. picking that one then, because I'm going to watch it. So the match we're going to be going for that you need to watch this time is the match that Grado talked about. It wasn't with Kenny King, no, by the way, in Loki. We've just looked up. It was Tigre Uno. So it was me versus Tigre Uno versus Loki. From what year? 2015. 2015. Have a watch of that. Let us know who wins. <laughs> and let us know at exactly what time in the match Grado gets eliminated. Aye. Uh, and you can get free beer for Beer 52 as well even if you don't watch it all you need today is go to beer52.com forward slash wrestling and we can sort out free beers for you you just need to cover 4 95 for the postage and as you're a Wrestling Daft listener we'll give 2 extra free beers on your first box so that's a total of 10 free beers it's a monthly subscription service for beer so just go to beer52.com forward slash wrestling to get your first case of 10 beers for free <laughs> Aye, so we have on the show Sha Samuels. 
Yeah. How are you doing, Sha? Are we on? Are we, do we on now? We're Aye, on, man. We're He's on. back. Oh, you are the first. You are the first. You're the first guy, Sha. The first guest that we've had return. Aye. Making history. Well, That's what I like to do. Make history. And I'm making history wrestling dance right now. Yep. Two times. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anyway, Sha, you're injured now, aren't you? So. Yeah, it's the worst thing. I mean, I'm trying to be positive, but I'm negative about everything. So. Wrestling is my job now, technically, right? Inverted commas, it's my job. Mm -hmm. But it's also my hobby. So imagine being told you can't work and having your hobby taken away from you. Yeah, I know. Just like, like going, you can't work, you can't make money, and you can't play golf anymore, mate. Just, you gotta stay at home. Uh, yeah. Pain in the ass, it really is horrible. Mentally more than what the injury actually is, because it's a, it's a multitude of things. It's my knee, it's my lower back, it's my left shoulder. Combined, it's felt like, because I've got, I hurt my head originally, and I was seeing doctors. They they said like, "Well, your your back, lower back is a bit messed up." Because I was getting checked over, and they said all these injuries you need to rest up because if you carry on resting, you're gonna ruin your body. So I just went, "All right, I rest up." They said six months minimum. So oh, oh, you've minimum. Ne you've never really taken any time off ever. Anyway. No, eighteen years nonstop. Mate. All my adult life, eighteen years nonstop. First time off, horrible. So what? So what is it? I mean, that's why we we were thinking, right? What is the life of an injured wrestler like then? I mean, what do you do? You still are you still watching wrestling, or do you kind of yeah, feel like you don't even yeah, want to see it? Bitter, bitter more than anything. That's the life of an injured right. wrestler. You feel bitter. You feel angry that you can't do what you want to do. You also want to stay relevant. So I'm trying to. I'm lucky. I've been quite busy doing non wrestling roles at shows, commentating. GMs. I've been taking a lot of seminars. I've been a manager. Yeah, you know stuff like that. But it's not the same. It's just not the same as being an actual wrestler. But and, the, um, does it feel quite good? It must feel like you've been able to establish really good uh, relationships with people in the business. Um, if they're still wanting to get you involved, while you can't work yeah, in the I, conventional I, manner, like that I must I've feel nice. I've been lucky that the boys like up and down the country. Like I must, I think a lot of the boys go to bat, bat go to bat for me all the time. Yeah. So the fact that I'm injured and I've got all these jobs, like this weekend, I'm bit non-stop busy. I've got four shows this weekend. Have you four so shows? Injured, four shows, yeah. For an injured wrestler, I got Friday. Two on Saturday and one on Sunday. <laughs> so what are you doing? Is it special guest referee? You know that well, I'm doing, I'm doing a dinner at BWR Friday. Right. I, don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing That's there. good. That's good. I've been doing there. Uh, I'm what, sure that's that related. Then I'm doing two commentary gigs. I'm doing an all-girls show, commentating that. What? And then, uh, and then um, Rev Pro the evening. And then on the uh, Sunday, it's Rev Pro as well. So See, this sounds like lot, this sounds lot. like Grado's dream setup here. He gets to do the yeah. shows, doesn't need to actually wrestle. I know, I can't doesn't be need wrestling, man. I can't be wrestling. I thought it would be good, right? But I was at the show last week. I'm actually pretty bad at commentary. I thought I'd be good. So I did like, my first Did you get a wake-up call with Yeah, I wouldn't shut up. I, wouldn't, I, kept, I kept talking about myself. I told it to Grado. talking about myself. <laughs> saying anything about the show. Just going, oh, I'm, ama oh, I'm amazing. I used to do that. I've done that. I've done this. You know? <laughs> Mate, tell me, when, the, you, tell me when you... Tell me when you... Someone on the hand and said, well, shut up. Stop talking about yourself. I remember you done commentary with Kevin Kelly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that was the best. Right? When was that? So that was, that was, was more a, a Rev Pro Rev? on Free Sports. I know that's still around. Aye. And uh, Kevin Kelly Radley was there. And uh, Kevin Kelly? Yeah, I, yeah. They, I didn't know anything. It wasn't, there was no run-throughs, no rehearsals, nothing. So I've like, oh, got, you're in the seg segment 26 with Kevin Kelly. And I'm like, what, you, what am I doing? Do some commentary with him. Right, <laughs> so I get down there and the, the microphone's like the old um, racing horse, you know, commentary. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. Up to the mouth, yeah. So I get down there. Firstly, it's that. I thought it'd be a headset, which was cool. So I look like a Wally, right? Look like I'm calling the, the horse racing. And I start talking. And he goes, hey, shut up. This is just for the house. Shut up. Tell <laughs> <laughs> you shut up. I was like, oh, yes. Got schooled by Kevin Kelly. And just grabbed me, grabbed my arm. Shut up. This is for the house. Shut up. <laughs> I was embarrassed. Brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> but... Are you sorry, Kevin Kelly? <laughs> I'll talk to you on Friday nights. Live wire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but being out injured is a pain. Obviously, you do get... You do get um, Angry and bitter. You, you watching? Take part. You watching WWE? Yeah, do yeah, yeah do yeah. I, watching, just, I like the documentaries. A lot of them are coming that's, out now. That's I prefer what I them than the wrestling, to be honest. I know, man. That's that's all. That, when I come in here, that's all I want to talk about is the documentaries that are on the yeah. network. Are brilliant. 
the but, ruthless aggression one. Yeah, uh, that that was brilliant. And all of them are really good. Jendrak, so, poor Mark Jendrak. Oh, poor Jendrak. They didn't, they didn't hold back on that one, did they? They didn't, they man. No, no. They, they didn't. They just they sort of pulled the curtain over that, didn't they? But then, does he not got quite a successful career in Mexico anyway? Well, he probably did, but, but it's not going to be. It's not what he could have been. <laughs> but imagine what he could have been. I know. And then he like you're in an evolution with Triple H and Flair. Then called into his like, now you're a Gavin Cade now, mate. Yeah, that's a nightmare, <laughs> you know isn't it? That's a sad one, isn't it? Did you, yeah. um, did you watch Super Showdown? You oh, hate these questions. It was on my birthday. It was on my birthday. Oh, I actually, I forgot to say happy birthday to you, mate. Sorry. Thursday. Like, wrestling's great live and at a decent hour. You know, we watch it yeah. one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was like, get this over with. But it was on at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it. It's really, it's quite, it's quite entertaining. It's like, when it's on at that time, I think it's nice. It's easy to just kind of leave it running. You know, you just have it on and yeah. you just, you know, you're just quite, quite happy. Make, makes you feel yeah, American. You're not, you're not tired. You can just concentrate yeah. on it. Makes you feel American because that's how they watch it at night. Because remember like yeah. when Insurrection and Rebellion was on, you watched it at seven o'clock. It felt weird. Yeah, it did. You're like, it's still it's light outside. Aye, like Crash Holly's in the ring and it's light outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucking weird. Crash Holly, Grandmaster Sex Day opener. Aye, aye, aye. No, see, a lot of the listeners were complaining this week on, on our show because uh, Goldberg... Um, ah, I know great. it was brilliant it was brilliant so was Le- so was um, Lesnar and Ricochet it's short term it's clearly short term they're always angry fans now that's I why I hate Twitter they're always angry all of them I know can't please them yeah. but it's a small minority of the audience fuck you Twitter <laughs> you sound yeah, very much it's the worst injured wrestlers like fuck you Twitter right? <laughs> you're busy this weekend what you got I've you got, got, this I've got uh, Target Wrestling and Kalil Oh, I can't go wrong with Target. It's good crowd, man. Great, great people. Great people. Right, right. Listen, I hear you guys going like this all the time, right? You kind of go, right. We're going to this place. Oh, it's a great place. It's a great. What is what is the booking that you get where you go? Oh, for fuck's sake, man! It's a fucking shit show, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> I, mean, I know you don't want you to know say. It, right? it depends who you're working, right? I don't want to name name. Depends who you're working, how much it's for. And just how how who who else is on the show? Right. Yeah. See the reason Target, right? I don't want to be able to Target. Target's they look good. after us. I.e., there's food, drink, bunsen right. burner, right. spice burner, mm-hmm. and it's always easy matches, and the crowd are good, and right. everyone goes home happy and makes money. There's certain shows where you're on with someone that hurts you, that you know they're going to hurt you. Yeah. You get treated like shit. The crowd are terrible, and it's just a pain in the ass. It makes, it makes, it makes you regret. Uh, why don't become a wrestler? Right, there's some shows like that. There's some there's some companies that that, that, that thankfully they're no run a, they're no about anymore, but they were it's in rare, the north. It's rare. They're the rare north. now. To be honest, like, like, like five six years ago, there was companies in the northeast, and you I, I'd yeah. just turn up and see the ring and go, that fucking ring isn't safe, man. Yeah, and you know, and and you know the promoter's booking himself in a match. He's fucking dressed up to as Jeff Hardy, and he's in like a fucking TLC <laughs> match where he's fucking you know what I mean. He's with Trini Powell, and they're, they're blading and all that. And there's fucking wings in the you know, crowd. You know what made it good is you know, like the way the wrestling is now. It's so professional in this country. Like everyone's trying to be like WWE. Like everyone's got backstage, got the headsets on, monitors. Aye. Nearly every show is like that now. They're talking to the referees to make sure the boys and girls are okay. So it's really professional up and down the country now. Aye. So it is very hard that we let me go. Oh God, can't be asked doing this because you are look shows, pretty much aye. everywhere now. The shows are are ten times better than what they were. Yeah. You know, I mean, but you yeah. remember when you were up, when you were about first time yeah. SW and all that. It was, it wasn't the best, wasn't it? No, no. I mean, it was no. It, it, it was definitely it, better now. <laughs> it right. wasn't. It wasn't the best. But do you miss? Do, do you ever miss that? A wee well, bit? Yeah, I could laugh. That, do you ever oh, miss yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've wrestled in front of four people and a dog before, and I had a time in my life. You know, I don't know if I said that. This is two thousand and four. Four people and a dog. We yeah. did a tables match. You know Aye. what I mean? So <laughs> me, 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 uh, me and Jester wrestled at uh, Cranhill Park in Glasgow. And uh, you know we were told there was to be no bad guys because somebody had been stabbed, oh, and they didn't want any baddies. And no baddies. Aye, it was, it was weird. <laughs> and then and then all the way, all the way, there was there was a there was an apple tree that had started the, the apples had came after trees. Aye. And all the rains were just fucking pelting us, pelting us with apples in the ring. The rain came on. You know what I mean? No, so I've, I've done a, I've done an outdoor show in Southampton. A fight. It was a fight. And this one I wrestled in the shoes. A fight? You mean a fight? It was like a fight. A, a, a fight? Little thing. It was the worst. It's like, not a fight. It's a fight. As the sheik, I was getting some abuse. You know, 
You know, <laughs> that, don't run that time doing, doing a chic Middle Eastern gimmick yeah, in certain areas <laughs> of the country. I can believe it. terms are thrown around. Uh, I, so bet you. Nice. I bet you. But that is, it's all kind of cleared up now, isn't it? There's, it's, right. We've got a kind of good scene there now. Oh, it's really Mr. Hardwell from the boys and girls. Like, like, there's a core group I'd say in this country that we achieved so much from shitty little shows all the way to ITV. Now to WWE having a brand mm -hmm. here. That's yeah. all through the hard work, from the blood, sweat. I don't want to sound cliche, blood, sweat, and tears in the backs of the boys and girls over the last what twenty years? Aye, twenty odd years from like the two, uh, two from two thousand to to now. Yeah, uh, the people that work their arse off, and it's. Did you? That, that's why it seems so good. So if you're so when you're no wrestling, if you're if you're no on a show actually wrestling and what capacity do you prefer being on the show? You say you've done the managing, you've done a wee bit of commentating. What I, do you like? Uh, managing. Like I managing like I did managing ICW at the Square Go. Right. So for Jester and I had such a blast because the crowd were hot and you're still getting the same reactions and I was still I could do stuff. Like I jump on, on up in the April. We, remember Grado we did that spot with Ricky Shane Page? Where you and Jester were doing the kendo sticks and I just got up, went, throw it to me. Aye. Boom. And hit him. Aye. So I was getting so as a manager, and I was stopping Jester getting thrown out. So I was getting reactions like as a wrestler would. Yeah. Like, I didn't I wasn't wrestling. Whereas the commentary, no one knows you're there, you're stuck on a table see the, for, the, yeah. for, for fucking three hours. I know. See that's yeah. some, sometimes I think that's that's a problem. Sometimes there's a lot of stuff. British wrestling companies they'll film it for yeah. their YouTube show sure, and you're thinking, look, there's gotta be more people it's for the crowd it's you know first yeah. of all it needs to be for the people in attendance rather than the, the, the working the cameras for, for what a few know, people to watch on demand I know, I know you the live audience yeah. so when are you when are you scheduled to come back Sha? well I'm aiming for May right. my goal is May but you know it could be June, July but it definitely be by, by the summer right. May is my goal I'm aiming for May I think 6th or 8th is your call Renex Rev Pro Show. That is my goal to be on that show. Aye, so. the, the, the the ref the ref pro shows are good, especially the the, the, the Japanese. The all cool ones, yeah, aye, amazing. You, I mean, you, he runs so many shows now. I reckon aye. he's like one of the top you, most. Aye. you Sha, would, you Sha, would Sha, be in Japan. Man, Sha, yeah. are you secretly hoping that the coronavirus shuts down every wrestling show until <laughs> May and June? <laughs> Mate, don't exactly. I'm so bitter. I want it to close down. I want to and be like me. I want no one to wrestle. All right. Yep. Everybody <laughs> isolated until you come back. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's right. my mess. Any wrestler watching this, fuck you for not being injured. You know, fuck you for not being injured. You know, it's like to be injured is horrible. It's boring. I know. You gotta stay out over weekend. <laughs> what you should do is you should come back. When you come back, is just try and injure everybody you wrestle. <laughs> Bad people like I used to do. Right, <laughs> we'll have you wrapping us up, man. I might go him. Right, cheers, man. Thanks All so right, much cheers. for coming on. Right, right. See you later. See you later. Bye now. Bye bye. So another fantastic match of wrestling daft <laughs> match. So another fantastic episode. Yeah. <laughs> we fucked up. We fucked up. Did you? Uh, do you have any matches this weekend? Uh, fuck a day. When am I going? I think I'm going to Carlisle or some shit. Well, he checks that. Let me tell you what. I'm doing this weekend. I'm not doing anything. I'm, going, I'm in Carlisle this week. Gredo's in Carlisle this weekend. I am just getting prepped this weekend. I'm having a weekend of rest, getting ready for Uncle's live at the tramway in Glasgow. A week on Friday, three nights, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, 600 capacity venue, uh, completely sold out, so don't bother trying to come down again. Mines, can I just plug my event? Uh, Guerrero's Big Family Wrestling Bash at the Pavilion Saturday, the 14th of March. The balcony is now open, so the place is going to be packed, jam-packed. We've got WWE superstars, Noam Dar and Wolfgang. Uh, we've got myself and plenty of other surprises up the sleeve. It's a great afternoon for all the family. Get your bodies down there right now. And the, these shows are great. They've, they've had great reviews. Oh, top these shows. Oh, really? No, just no, just for the fuck, for the fucking audience, for the no. fucking boys and all. Oh, aye. It's the Pavilion is a very, very special venue. Mm -hmm. That is. No, it really is good. If you've not seen wrestling on a stage, come and see it. it your, I think my shows are a wee bit different. It's a lot more panto. It's a lot more kind of carry on but it's it's, it's it's entertaining and of course remember the pavilion is haunted is it it's got a ghost so you might see the ghost of the pavilion it's uh, a guy that the guy that runs the pavilion murdered <laughs> and flung into the client and tied cement blocks around him because he fucked the moor on a contract so it's haunted so check that out so thanks for listening to wrestling <laughs> daft oh. oh listener of the week has got to oh, fuck, who cares man let's see um, um Robbie Carmichael. Listener of the week 
Uh, Bobby Carmichael, Jonathan Cheatham. Uh, <laughs> um, I just like, we're just saying them because they've got cool names. Uh, I, um, I don't want to just get to a, a patron because that seems like no right. fair. What about Graham Curry? Yeah, let's see who has Graham Curry. What did he say? He says cliche as fuck, but I just can't see past Jericho's first night on Raw build up for a week. Yeah, okay, I get you. I like. Get you. I do like a curry. That's what I'm saying. That's that's why I'm invested in Graham. I do like a curry. And he's called Graham. I'm called Graham. Graham Curry, you're listening to the week. <laughs> Thanks for a. Uh, you're the champ. Congratulations. You can have a JPEG fucking put over your waist. Grado, it's your cell. Rob Florence, I'm out! It's your. It's your cell! Audio Frontier. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.